Okay. Okay, Wadi, let's go. See you later. Oh yeah, he'll be fine. Hey everyone, it's Ted Rican. It's uh, December the 22nd, 2016, and I'm going to do a podcast. A little bit of sound seeing, a little bit of thinking, a little bit of music. I've got the old iRiver fired up, my binaural mics, so you're hearing everything in 3D surround sound. And first stop is into the car and to the post office where I pick up the parcel that they couldn't deliver yesterday because it was too big for the mailbox. Here we go. Okay, so here I am at the uh, post office slash drugstore where I'll go and see if I can pick up the package that they couldn't deliver yesterday. Wadi, do you want to come? The nice thing about uh, this drugstore is they let dogs come in. And uh, Wadi, as I call him sometimes, is actually Watson. Okay, let's go. And Watson is my faithful Australian Labradoodle who goes just about everywhere with me, wherever they'll allow him to go. And uh, we're heading into the store now. And it looks like, as usual, uh, a lineup. Yeah, he's really friendly. It's a doodle, right? It's a doodle, yeah. He was chocolate brown, looked like the color of his ears when he was a puppy, and then over time he's lightened up. It's nice they let them come in the store here. Yeah. I am. I don't know if, if these folks are. You too. Bye bye. Okay, buddy, this way. Hi there. Here to pick up a package. Sure. Yes, sir. Yep. Is there somewhere where it says where it's going? No. They don't say where they're going on the receipt, though. Great, thank you. Wow. Big one. All right, here, all done. Okay. Great, thanks very much. Okay, Wadi, let's go. Well, no wonder they couldn't get this in the in the mailbox, eh? All right. So we'll put this in the back. We're outside now. And there's kind of a drizzle coming down, which is typical for Victoria this time of year. Look out, buddy. And there's cars and trucks everywhere. Man, oh man. It's uh, sort of the three day before Christmas rush. Okay, let's get in the, let's go this way, buddy. In the car. Jump. In you get. Okay. So uh, what I bought, uh, or was picking up, was something called an Instapot. And it's a cooking appliance. 
that's been invented by some Canadians from Ottawa, former employees of uh, Nortel, computer scientists who, after losing their job when that company shut down, put their expertise to use and built this seven-in-one cooking appliance that's getting just absolutely amazing reviews all over the internet because it's a rice cooker and an electric pressure cooker and a slow cooker and a yogurt maker and a steamer and a couple of other things that I can't remember. Anyway, seven functions in one and uh, I'm going to try it. I ordered it from Amazon and I have the Amazon Prime delivery so it came really quickly and now I'll be able to do some really interesting cooking. Okay, so in addition to going to the post office to pick up the Instapot, I have to stop at a grocery store or two to pick up some things that I want to cook in that pot. I saw some really interesting recipes for different kinds of uh, veg curries. One that uses something called urad beans, which are a black lentil. Another that uses um, uh, chickpeas. So I need some chana masala as well and some black cardamoms and then just some regular old red kidney beans and some ginger. So I'm going to stop at a store see if they have those and uh, if they do great if not i'll just have to keep on looking and go to another store all right so i'm at the grocery store now and this place that i'm stopping at is called thrifty foods it's a nice little chain. It used to be an independent uh, grocer who had a number of locations throughout Victoria. Then they were bought by Sobeys, which I think is a big eastern, uh, eastern grocery chain. But they kept all the branding and all the name for Thrifty Foods, but they did move in some of their Sobeys products. So um, I'll have a look here and see if I can find what I need to cook those dishes. I'm always surprised at how noisy things are. Like uh, public places, grocery stores, malls, airports, and so on. Okay, there's some of it. Um, Um, yeah, do you have the, like, the chana masala, just the spice without, uh, like, this is the instant it's got the chickpeas and everything yeah, in it? I, I wonder if you just have a, I've seen it elsewhere in a, just like a box. It could be that it's kicking around. Our spice is down aisle six. Yeah, I'll take a look in aisle six then. Yeah, it's just okay. a heart right there. It'll be right sure, there. thanks. I don't think so. No. No, I'm thinking that these are fairly, for this part of the world, fairly uncommon ingredients. So, 
expect that I'm going to find them. Certainly not the Chana Masala. Well, no luck at Thrifty's. I uh, got, you know, eggs and butter and that sort of basic stuff, but the spices for the Indian food, no luck. Uh, nor did I get the legumes and the lentils and stuff. So I'll try another store closer to home. It's called The Market, and it's smaller, a little more pricey, but it also has a little bit uh, more diversity in terms of its selection despite its smaller size okay here we go back at the car hey bud that was quick eh? all right here we go okay here i am at the, the market and the sun is out nice. When I was at the lagoon earlier, there was a, a rainbow, a beautiful rainbow from one edge of the sky to another. And uh, here I go, into the market. I always get a kick out of uh, these grocery stores. You go in and you're looking for something other than mainstream, and it's in a section called ethnic foods. Like, as if the rest of the food it's not in that section. It's not ethnic either. So, anyway, now in the ethnic foods section. And this looks. Hi there. getting there. How about you? Yeah? You're all ready? Not all ready, but like, I'm ready. Yeah? Well, that's... For my mom's side of the family, at least. My dad lives... Oh, I was going to you just inserted double beeps at you. Okay. But yeah, my dad's side lives in Vancouver, and I'm not seeing them till after Christmas, so I have a little bit of time. I don't oh, have to worry nice. about them right away. Has it been busy in here? Um, I've been working grocery all day. I yeah? haven't been on till. Okay. <laughs> But you are now. Yes. For the last hour and a half. I, uh, yeah, stocking shelves and stuff, but I think it was mm -hmm. steady. Okay. We have Great. a lot of cashiers, so it's like, I didn't want to do yeah. okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Yeah, All right, so, um, I got most of what I was looking for. But, um... There's still a few things. I gotta go back and double check the recipes, but I think I think we're gonna be okay.
The shatter of the bottles would scare me something awful as a kid. My fear, how it would harden and find home in places that I. That piece of music was by the Milk Carton Kids. It's from their album Monterey, and the title of the tune was Getaway. 
and I thought that would make a nice segue to the next section of this sound seeing podcast and that is for me to go out and walk along the beach at the Esquimalt Lagoon it's a place that Watson and I go to regularly whenever it's not too stormy and um, it's a beautiful place to listen to the sound of the waves and the sound of the birds and just connect with the ocean so here we go okay buddy let's go not raining too much just a little bit of drizzle okay let's go guy come on out we go okay let's go <laughs> you're waiting for your leash are you Watson has this routine where he puts a leash on when we're going to places that are uh, risky, like we're just getting out on the road here, and now we're at the beach, so it's literally steps from the from the car to the road to the beach, and uh, you can probably hear the ocean at this point. Yeah, it's pretty nice today. Overcast, but uh, a little bit of sun trying to peek through. And as I said, this is one of my favorite spots to come and walk year-round. It's accessible both in the winter and the summer. So, in your left ear, if you've got your headphones oriented the way I have them, you're hearing the ocean. And then on the right is the roadside, but I think the ocean is probably overpowering everything else at this point. Hello. Hello, Pop. Yeah, so like I was saying, a lot has changed in 11 years. And when I look back over where we've ended up, it's a rather, well, in some ways, scary scenario political upheaval that we've seen just in the last couple of months with the U.S. election, seeing a demagogue come to power, somebody with uh, quite strong, what would we say, fascist leanings, certainly an oligarch at the minimum. And that gives us a lot of, a lot of concern because we're neighbors to the north. And, and we saw a similar kind of experience here in this country for almost 10 years, or I guess it was 10 years by the time the Harper Conservatives came and went. We went through the same kind of muzzling of scientists, suppression of evidence, change of social policy, stoking of fear and hatred and mistrust of one another. Hello. Hey, Pop. Beautiful day. Yeah. Okay, Wadi, let's go. That's what, like I was saying, the, the, the political climate has changed along with the, the physical climate. The world has changed in terms of climate change. And again, with 
Donald Trump coming to power and saying, you know, despite the fact that 97% of all peer-refereed scientific journals are in agreement that it's human activity that's affecting climate change, he doesn't buy it. And because he doesn't buy it, he's going to pull out of the Paris Climate Change Accord. He's going to muzzle scientists. That very scary request that came out within days of them uh, coming to power, asking NASA for a list of all the scientists in that organization who had worked on climate change or presented at conferences talking about climate change. This is a stifling of discourse and science like we haven't seen for a long, long time. Very, very troublesome. So I'm going to play a piece of music here now, and I'll, I'll leave you with this. This has been an interesting podcast, a mix of sound seeing at the ocean and some wandering around in stores, getting some things I'm going to try to cook up in the Instapot. But as, as I leave you, I'm going to play a piece of music from 1971. And it's one of those songs that whenever I hear it, no matter how many times I hear it, it literally makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. And I was researching this song a little bit the other night. It's Won't Get Fooled Again is the name of the song by The Who from their 1971 album, Who's Next? And the way Pete Townsend put that together, if you listen to the first 30 seconds or so, there's that opening power chord, and then the synthesizer starts in. And he was experimenting at the time with new forms of music and new ways of thinking about music and how it can be used to communicate. And he had been attending some sessions at the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, which was a, a part of the BBC that was also experimenting with new ways of representing sound and music. And they were the early, early groups first working with synthetic sounds and synthesizers and tape loops and so on. And they were looking at how they might capture the human personality within music. How can humans and their personalities be reflected in music. And Pete Townsend was part of these discussions and part of this thinking. And what he did was he used some interview techniques that general practitioners, that is physicians, general practitioners of medicine would use to try and determine how people were feeling. So they would ask questions about people's state of health, about their state of mind. And Pete Townsend did this with a number of people, and he captured information, physical information about heartbeats, measured their heartbeats, recorded their heartbeats. He recorded brain waves, and he also took a step into the realm of the spiritual and put in information around astro astrological charts. If, if astrological charts are spiritual, I think they're probably more just in the realm of faith and belief than anything actually having to do with the spirit. 
But anyway, Pete Townsend took all of this information and somehow coded it, encoded, recoded, I don't know what the right word is, and uh, converted it into a series of pulses that he then ran through one of the early, early synthesizers, an ARP 2500 synthesizer. And so what you're hearing in that first 30 seconds of that song is his attempt at converting human personality into music. And it runs for 30 seconds or so, and then Roger Daltrey opens up the vocal part, and then there's another power chord, and the song whose message is, we won't get fooled again, starts up. And as I said, I have the hairs on the back of my neck stand every time I hear that, and I think I know now why why that's the case. You put a lot of work, a lot of thought, and a lot of transformation into that piece. So I'll leave you with this song, Won't Get Fooled Again, which talks about changing times and changing power structures and who's in power and who's not, and how it can change the world for better or worse. So here you go. From Who's Next, Won't Get Fooled Again. For Island Podcasting, this is Ted Rican saying so long for now. I'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Yesterday